Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Sabah khair and welcome to Life Beats and happy Diwali to all who are celebrating. We are about to discover the Festival of Lights with culinary travel blogger and foodpreneur Ishita Saha. Plus, we're also going to be joined by clinical psychologist and wellness coach Tanuka Gupta. She's here as well. We're going to be exploring the traditions, the fashion, the jewelry, and of course, the food of Diwali. But there are also uh, values and wellness aspects to the festival that Tanuka is going to be introducing us to as well. Plus, I'm currently wearing a red sari. So you are going to have to tune in to our Pulse95 live Insta stories to see more. That is all coming up in just a moment. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse95. Yes, welcome to Life Beats with me. Happy Diwali. I'm going to try this out. Diwali ki shubkamnaye. Did I get it right? Did I get it right? I can only ask my guests today, Ishita, Ishita Saha and Tanuka Gupta. Welcome to the studio. Thank you so much, Thank Sally. You. Did I get Diwali it right? To Happy Diwali. Diwali ki shub kamnaye. Perfect. All right. <laughs> I got it. So this is, of course, the Festival of Lights. It is, of course, uh, upon us. Uh, and it really is um, something that's anticipated throughout the year. It's a feast for the senses, which is what I love about it so much. It's the color. It is, you know, the tastes. It's the sounds. It's the celebrations. There's so much to it. Um, and this is why I'm so happy to be joined by the two of you today um, to take us through it. It's, a, of course, a multi-day celebration, Ishita. Absolutely. How does it kind of unfold? How do you celebrate? Uh, before starting on, can I just say you're looking absolutely stunning <laughs> in your yes. new red sari and we can't just take our eyes off you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, 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 this is my first time wearing a sari. Uh, and if you uh, go to our uh, Insta stories, you'll see more of me in the sari. So uh, it's quite amazing. I actually bought two wow. uh, because I, I was in the shop yesterday and, we and I kind of go crazy. Um, I know, my, I couldn't, I couldn't decide. There was gold, there was red, there was every other color and, and I, it took everything not to buy all of it. But um, yeah, so I'm just, it's so beautiful. Such a gorgeous, gorgeous garment. It's amazing, amazing. I think uh, all, Indian, all festivals are pretty much bright and colorful and all these, uh, the fashion is a huge part of our culture as well. Yeah. And exactly. And and so is there a certain way? Is there um, a certain way of dressing for Diwali? Do you go out and buy new clothes? How does it work? Well, um, India is, you know, like there are many states. So every state has its own uh, culture, the way they dress up. And even with Diwali, it's a five days uh, of festivities, but every region um, celebrates it in a very different way. Even the draping of sari actually differs the kind of saris that you wear. So it's a huge thing. We'll come back for that another wow. day. Wow, amazing. <laughs> we have to have a whole show on Absolutely. saris, I think. Absolutely. Um, but exactly, it is so diverse. We forget that it, that India as a nation 
Um, it is, in fact, so diverse, and there are lots of different ways of doing things, of cooking the food, of dressing, of celebrating Diwali, of speaking languages. It's so amazing. as we're talking about Diwali, I mean, not only India, it's also actually the part that we come from. I come from Calcutta. So the eastern part of India, as well as Bangladesh, uh, there are many places where they actually celebrate Diwali. Nepal celebrates Diwali as well. And of course, in Thailand, you know, the Ramayana is a big part of their culture as well. Uh, the mythological uh, story about Ramayana. So Diwali is celebrated there as well because it it started with the mythological thing where Ravana kidnapped Sita and uh, then the, the big fight happened and then the Dasera when, you know, the Ram... Um, uh, one over uh, Ravan yeah. and then after the 18th day after the Sera is Diwali when Sita is coming back home and people have uh, they have lighted up the diyas and in celebration in celebration that's, that's what the the little the beautiful little tea lights um, in the little they're kind of little pots little tiny yes. little so bowls. they're clay pots but everything uh, uh, and Tanuka would be able to you know like talk more on that but it's all about the psychological thing of victory over evil uh, you know exactly. like the victory of uh, good over bad and uh, light love. over dark yeah, absolutely yeah it's yeah. amazing tell us a bit more uh, about that and because there, there are a lot of things that happen uh, at the time of Diwali as well it's like a you know, the, the whole idea is a renewal e even, isn't right. it? Yes, America? yes. And uh, of course, uh, popularly, it's known as the Festival of Lights. We all know that because that's the focus where uh, it has to be celebrated. And, um, you know, there's a new beginning and we light light up our lives. But it's very important to see that uh, Diwali happens um in a natural uh, setting of the dark moon, the new moon. Mm. So if you look around, it's going to be darkness outside. And it's very significant to, you know, for me, psychologically, it's very significant that no darkness is forever. And whenever you're going through the dark phase, it's to be celebrated. You can light it up with your inner light of good values, positivity, family, uh, getting together, sharing meals. So the entire festival of, uh, you know, the symbols in it actually impacts us as human beings. Yeah. And that's like cross-cultural. So I'm, I'm very keen on knowing the different uh, aspects of festivals and how it impacts us as mm -hmm. human beings emotionally. How can we lead better lives uh, with others using these symbols? Because most of these festivals actually originate with some kind of a philosophy, not the mythological things behind it right. or the stories behind it. Right. I think the stories are uh, created or I would say it evolves and they're, they're um, uh, told to the people so that these rituals are, you know, like the, the scientific things behind all these carry on for ages exactly so Diwali also as I said it's the story about you know the the Sita coming back home and that that's the celebration but moreover this is also the time there's a seasonal change from you know like the summer and then in India we have the monsoons and then the autumn and it's a huge change so it's so, even in the weather, even yes. in the seasons. So you have the spring everything. cleaning in April. And so this is the autumnal cleaning. And not only of your house, of your it's it's of your mind. It's uh, it's of everything. Of your and inner being. Yes. It's everything. Yeah. That's amazing. It's just there there it's so much deeper than you know, pretty colors, delicious food. Absolutely. All of that's very important. And yeah, we're it gonna is be important because bringing yeah. people together 
is uh, is is the entire essence of any festival yes and you can do that only when there is you know like feasting and celebration around it <laughs> food <laughs> yes we've had everybody at pulse 95 kind of converging today on our studios here on uh, life beats and uh, uh, you've actually brought in some a, a gorgeous selection of Indian sweets for us. Thank you so much for bringing that through. Um, <laughs> you're going to have to take us through it. I know nothing about Indian sweets. Shall we eat and take you through it or <laughs> I think we're going to have to eat and and go through it together and and talk further about, you know, th- those rituals uh that make up Diwali and what we can learn from it. Lots more coming up on Life Beats with me Sally Musa on Pulse 95. Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. Yes, it's Diwali here in the studio on the Life Beats and uh, lots of color flowers, candles. We've got uh, beautiful Indian sweets as well and two stunning-looking ladies in uh, their beautiful traditional dress. Uh, Ishita, you've got your sari on. I've got a sari on for the first time. Tanuka is also dressed beautifully today. Um dressed up very special for Diwali. Um what's interesting about this is yes, we're talking about a happy Diwali today, but this is actually a multi-day uh, celebration. Yeah. So take us through it, ladies. So as I said uh, that this is a part I mean it's an ev- evolution of the entire seasonal change and everything. So we from summers and in india you have in the subcontinent you have the monsoons which uh, really bring a lot of diseases and all so this is the time it's a uh, autumnal cleaning i would say yes you and clean it all out yeah, yeah. Clean it all out and uh, the fireworks also uh you know like there there used to be there in the in the villages or in, in many regions in india you have a lot of flies and insects at this time and actually the fireworks the sound of the fireworks actually help i clearly remember tanuka maybe you also remember yeah. our, you know we both grew up in calcutta and um There was a insect called shamapoka which would be you know like thronging the tube lights thronging the bulbs at this point of time yeah. just until the diwali and then the fireworks and then, you know the crackers and absolutely clean really it yeah. just clears it out yeah that's amazing so if you notice this is one time and then there is another <laughs> time the holi which is in yes. the, during the spring so right. it's like a you know different seasons and uh, so, so you want to speak about yes so uh, continuing on the theme is uh, of um, the psychological well-being yeah and how we can incorporate values of diwali into our lives i find it very interesting and uh, very relevant uh, across um, different festivals if you look at eid or halloween or um, you know other kinds of festivals that light is a big theme of uh, you know all the uh, festivals yeah um Here specifically in Diwali what uh is done since morning is that uh when you clean your house and then you take a shower in the morning and uh, there is a whole lot of mindfulness in it with positive intention that I'm cleaning my mind and body of all negative emotions I forgive others so if there are resentments you take a shower and actually people can just uh, kind of internally or you know kind of chant out loudly that 
they're cleaning uh, their mind it's and not, body. Not just a physical cleansing, but it's a, it's a mental one yes, as well. Yes. So you yeah, can celebrate yes. Diwali every day, but do we do that? We don't. So that's yes. the reason of these uh, festivals. Yes. You know, the to remind us. Yes. yes. And the reference that you made about buying new clothes, of course, the spirit of festival is there because kids are going to be happy. Yeah. We are buying new clothes, but it's also very symbolic as to you are shedding your own uh, old clothes, and that's like your you know mm. the, something that you need to get rid of. And then wear something very new, which gives you, you know, the feeling of happiness and positivity. So it starts from there. Yeah. And then, you know, it goes on to like uh, when we light the diyas, as we call the clay pots. And uh, remember, these are very environment friendly. You call them diya? Diya. Diya. Because that's like the Arabic word. Yes. For light. Light. Yeah. Exactly. Both. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Because language is, yes, it, yeah. it's the root that's of amazing. Same, because probably. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Persian, you know, yeah. probably. Yeah. Exactly. So when we light the diyas and they are not like uh, the tea, tea lights, they, they are made, uh, you know, like we have to put vegetable oil or the clarified butter in it so that mm-hmm. it's environment friendly. And then when we light it, we again, you know, kind of focus on the light and give our positive intentions that may this light, you know, uh, reach others with happiness. So it's, it's kind of really a lot of uh, kind of meditation going. Like in. you said, uh, Tanuka, light is this universal symbol. Yes. Um, for uh, beauty, for goodness, yes. for power. Yeah. Uh, it is it is a beautiful thing. Yes. You know, uh, like in the Quran, it's Surah An-Nur. You yes. know, we talk about yeah. An-Nur, the, the light. Yeah. Yeah. And that is, you know, what we aim for both you know, outwardly, but spiritually yes. inside as yes. well. It's interesting because I, I remember reading even like, um, you know, we talk about uh, the Scandinavian, you know, the the, the hookah, the, the the way of living yes. in Scandinavia. They say light up candles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what they do as well. Everybody, you know, for that's a really universal symbol. Yes. Isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And something that, like you said, when you focus on that light, even a simple lighting up a simple candle yes. is beautiful. Yes. Mm. And when it's cultural, it's part of your tradition, then everybody is doing it. Then just imagine the kind of yeah. vibes that we yeah. are creating, lighting up the candles together. Yeah. So there's this whole message of togetherness. There's a huge manifestation of positivity, yes. you know, throughout the world. And uh, I'm sure the the vibrations change and uh, it can be yes. scientifically measured. Yes. So yeah, if absolutely. you look at that, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Actually, there's five days of festivities that continue. The first day is the Dhanteras, which is actually buying new, you know, like now more like uh, Valentine's. It's become quite commercial. So people are buying gold and jewelry. But Tell it, me about the gold thing. <laughs> <laughs> You've already. Uh, are you sure? Because you already <laughs> bought two sarees. Now next day, I don't want to get a I know. message, Ishita, from my husband. You. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you will. <laughs> so again, this has become quite a um, uh, different uh, thing. But it all started with buying something new. Actually, buying a metal. It's not, it, so it's more like an earthing, you know, like we have these uh, metals to earth, uh, to ground you. Right. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was like that. But mm. now, you, you know, we have upgraded it to a different level altogether. But um, it's about, as she said, that it's shedding an old thing and, 
you know, buying something yeah. buying new things. And it's also, um, uh, as we were saying, it's the start of the financial year as well. So buying the gold, yes. it's kind of like, is it kind of like an investment as well? Not just something that is going to beautify, yeah. uh, because as we know, Indian jewellery is next level spectacular. It's amazing, amazing, yeah, amazing. somebody's economy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I find it very significant that UAE being, you know, like uh, really we know a lot about gold here because that's the main currency. Exactly. But then uh, just being a, like a physical material manifestation of wealth. Yeah. Uh, look how it kind of impacts the other aspects of life here okay. where we interact with different cultures and uh, there's a lot of wealth in in uh, the interactions with multicultures here exactly so, it, it it's it becomes like a cornerstone for that exchange yes. and cultural exchange yes. yeah so keeping and there's a positivity there it's not a negative and that is uh, that is quite a I think we should stress upon that because there is a positive thing going on to the society it's the here the wealth is not being looked after upon as a negative thing. Or exactly. A, yes. exactly. So that's, I think that's, that's the message thing. of the gold in Diwali is that bring in something positive, which is very materially visible, but then radiate from there, you know, start your building of wealth in different aspects of your life. I love it. Bring it on. Anybody <laughs> wants to give me some gold, I'm very happy to take <laughs> it, uh, especially if it's Indian jewelry. I'm, I'm a huge fan. Uh, but yes, we are talking to Valik with the lovely ladies here, Ishita Saha and Tanuka Gupta they are with me and next uh, we've got to talk food we can't do this without food that's coming up next on Life Beats on Pulse 95 Life Beats Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95 95 Yes, we are uh, talking Diwali today. So happy Diwali to all who are celebrating. Uh, we're learning more about it today from Ashita Saha as well as Chinuka Gupta. And uh, we're enjoying some delicious uh, Indian sweets. Not just sweets, you've got some savory as well. You have to take us through this. I, I had a chance to taste uh, in the break. Uh, tell us more about what you've brought in today, Ashita. Uh, we, I've concentrated on sweets. Because uh, <laughs> honestly, Diwali is all about sweets. and uh, But uh, Sally, I, I really want to point out here that today uh, we are so much consumed by the fear of eating so and yeah. so. You know, like we shouldn't be eating too much sweets. We shouldn't be eating too much of this. But when it all started, uh, people were not feasting every day. So everything was eaten in moderation, home cooked meals. And one day is a feast day. When you are actually going out and you know, like celebrating food, and food is a big part of a cultural celebration, bringing people together. Think of the nostalgia and the memories. Like the, anything that I think of my childhood is, is actually related with food. And I clearly remember that um, uh, during these special festivals, my mother would actually go all out and cook so many different things and. And nothing happened. We were not overweight. We 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 were not uh, glute. We didn't have a gluten problem because everything at that time was homemade and you know freshly cooked. Exactly. You bring up such an important point, Ashita, to because you know we look at the 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 amazing uh, platters of food that are at the celebrations, and now these days we kind of feast every day. 
uh, which is a problem. It should be in moderation. Like we should be enjoying uh, because everything's available in abundance. It never used to be. Meat was never available in abundance. Yeah. You know, and you there would be mm. seasonal food. Exactly. So you wouldn't be eating. Uh, you wouldn't be eating, uh, say, meat on a everyday basis because there was like if it's winter or if it's a cold time, you're having a different food. So right. But I think the very purpose now. I mean, we have shifted away from that. We have shifted away from the food that we are genetically used to. Yes. And uh, today, and then we are and the portions that were healthy. Portions. So we have confused our metabolism. We are confused our uh, even the emotions because more than anything, I mean, I uh, you you look at my fourteen-year-old daughter or the or my nine-year-old daughter. They love all these sweets and chocolates, but. Before they put anything in their mouth, there is this, oh my God, oh no, but you're having it. So yeah. the very purpose, of, this is what we have done as parents, as a elder generation, we are doing it to the younger generation. So my entire thing about Diwali is also free your mind of the fear of food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. It is a time yes. to enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, right, Tanuka? Yes. So, and it's such a valid point because our minds have been conditioned to now fear food because it's like something which doesn't nourish us anymore. It's like just makes us put on weight mm-hmm. because we are we are talking about uh, abundance of food, excess of food, and uh, you know festivals and Diwali as well. It's it's a reminder that uh, we are having home cooked meals and even a morsel can be nourishing so nourishment is very important rather than having gorging on food so there's no you know there's no sense of guilt but the moment we have guilt about having food we are just fighting against our wishes and then we end up eating more we're definitely not fighting it today i'm so not fighting it i just had a taste don't take me through um the food that we just tasted the sweets uh that i i just had and there was something savory in there as well so what did we have there as I said, India has different regions and different <laughs> regions will, you know, they have their own specialities. But today we have got some kaju katlis, which are like the, you know, the cashew, cashew nut, rich cashew nut, you know, the, sturdy, the diamonds, the diamonds, the barfis. Yeah. Yeah. So as you had, you're wearing a gold encrusted <laughs> sari and having a silver foiled barfi. That's amazing. I know it's got the silver, uh, yeah. silver on it as Bring well. Bring on ab- abundance in all forms. The, the silver has a function. It it had a function. It but had a now function. it's something for, yeah, for it's, it's beauty. It's like a beauty. Yeah, it's a garnish. But definitely, um, in, in when it all started, it started with the idea of preservation. Of course, beauty, beauty garnish is a part of it, but. It yeah, and silver and has a positive impact on the body, Yanuka. So when really? you consume metal. it, yeah, it's a metal which uh, can be, I mean, in edible form, uh, I mean, can be uh, consumed. So in the ancient times, you know, people used to use that as medicine. So you're having f- food, you know, dessert, and then you're kind of helping it to digest and you know do That's good so to your body. Yeah, that it really is interesting. That mm-hmm. silver, um, you know, has benefits to the body as well. So yeah. you can have. More. But but it was used as like you said, like as a preservative as well. Yes. Something to preserve the food. But it's it's beautiful. It's it's kind of rich. Yes. But it's very um, you know it has that lovely mellow. It's very cashew. subtle and very yeah. yeah yeah. So we have also got the amriti. Mm-hmm. Which you said uh, you also know it as a jale- j- it's it's a thicker version of the jalebi. Yes, we call it zlabia. Yeah. So um, th- this is because I'm Iraqi, and this is an Iraqi sweet that they you know it's a street market kind of sweet that you see you know the big vats of the 
um, the boiling, uh, the, the oil, you know, to fry them because they're kind of like, you know, they're fried. Yeah. yeah. So um, even and then in dipped India, in the syrup. Yeah. yeah. So even in India, I mean, the entire country, even in the cuisine, there has been a lot of uh, amalgamation of different cultures and all. So jalebi and a lot of other sweets are yeah. actually they have a Muslim influence on, uh, you know. And as we're so talking, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And what else? Uh, there was a savory, which is yeah. the moruko. It's like a, it's a, like a cracker. Oh like a, yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. It's almost like um, it's just it, it's so crunchy. It's it's got the most amazing crunch. And of and course I love the laddu. Yes. The motichur laddu, which we have got. So it's you love that as well, right? Yes. Yeah. What's in that again? Uh, so the, the, those are the small small dumplings of uh, gram flour, which has been you know like uh, fried and sugar and. Dunked in sugar syrup, of course. And ev- then. Everything is fried. <laughs> every, every good thing in life is fried. <laughs> but that, that is beautiful. And just that has a, a more subtle flavor. I do like that so much. It's beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. Amazing selection of food today. Um, let us know what you're having. I would love to know what you're having if you you are celebrating uh, Diwali today. Um, and we're going to be coming back in just a moment with uh, Tanuka and Ishita and uh, discussing more about the traditions of Diwali. It is the Festival of Light um, and what it means uh, to one award-winning designer. He's got a little message for our Life Beats listeners next. Life Beats Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Talking Diwali today with the ladies Ishita Saha and Tanuka Gupta. They are with me in the studio for a really fascinating discussion. But first, let's uh, take a listen to a special message from a special listener. Good morning, everybody. This is Neil Shukla from Life Beats on Pulse 95 Radio. I want to wish everybody today a happy Diwali. My daughter Emma is playing piano in the background and she has a special message. Hi everybody, I hope you have a happy Diwali. Diwali is very special to me as my family gets to be together to celebrate it. I hope you have a happy Diwali. Bye! Yes, that's award-winning designer Neil Shukla. Uh, and uh, of course, his father is Ramesh Shukla, one of the the greatest photographers uh, in the UAE, and they are celebrating Diwali. A beautiful message. Thank you so much there from Neil, and hoping everybody uh, is celebrating as well. But um, you know what's interesting about uh, uh, D- Diwali in any celebration is um, it can uh, turn into something uh, that might be wasteful. But we have to keep thinking that we have to think about it in a, a green light. So how do you do a green Diwali? How do you make it sustainable? Yeah, so and it, it's so uh, you know amazing that we just received a message from a youngster yes. wishing us happy Diwali. And when we are talking thank about... Thank you, Emma. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Emma. <laughs> and when we are talking about green Diwali, we are also looking at the younger generation with, where, you know, the energy conservation environment, uh, you know, protecting the environment is so important to the new generation. So how can we make Diwali relevant to the young generation beyond just festivity? Because then we can get their complete engagement and involvement in such a beautiful festival. So, um, you know, starting from, you know, making your own dessert in a healthy way, whichever way you are, you know, kind of because there are a lot of food allergies and, you know, right. uh, people are vegan. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of component that you can kind of customize 
according to your uh, choice and make your own sweets. And then looking at, say, the diyas we spoke about, instead of using tea lights, make your own diyas. And then we, you can have a competition of, you know, kind of painting your own diyas so the kids can be involved. Beautiful. And that's green uh, Diwali as well. Actually, I remember very clearly that we used to make our own diyas at one point of time because, you know, uh, diyas were, the, the earthen clay pots were becoming more expensive because commercially so many candles and the lightings, electrical lightings were available that at one point the diyas were becoming more expensive. So I clearly remember once we, uh, you know, like got the mud uh, from the river Ganges and everything and we made our own diyas. They're really, it's it's a fantastic DIY activity for the kids and painting yeah. your own diyas are amazing. Yeah. That's what I... And even when we are looking at <coughs> decluttering and giving away your old clothes, we can look at, you know, donating to, you know, charities here. Yeah, make uh, sure you don't throw them out. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yes. Donate what you've got. Yes. Uh, and, yes. and keep it going for yes. sure. Yes. Yeah. So then it becomes relevant, meaningful. You you know, your life is enriched not only with the light, mm. external light, but you're, you know, doing good to yourself, to your body and to the environment. Mm. So, yeah, that's that's something we can, you know, talk about and discuss with the children. Definitely. And make it a different uh, And get them involved in it. Yes. Absolutely. In yeah. creating the celebration, in yeah. creating the the, um, the decorations. Uh, there's so much to get involved in. Do you get your kids um, involved yes. in the kitchen? Y- yes, absolutely. I love yeah, it. Absolutely. absolutely. So much fun cooking with absolutely, kids. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But here I just want to mention that we are, you know, living away from our home country. And uh, I, uh, while I don't want to enforce any culture, because I, I grew up in a multicultural environment in Kolkata, so celebrating Eid, Christmas, Diwali and all, all the other festivals. So I, at, at the same time, I, I, li- I would love it if they absorb a few things. And I see that my 14-year-old daughter, she is very receptive. Like mm. She would love to wear stuff and she would love to invite her friends home who are non-Indians and you know like wear bindis and all these stuff yeah but my younger one is very hesitant so and and she says it's not that she's not proud it's just that she's a bit shy so I'm hoping as we were discussing earlier where you said that you know you come different phases come through your lives for children as well for sure when you don't want to embrace your own culture and you don't want to yeah, but uh, she'll so be going through her own journey, own journey for sure. So you can't enforce that. But the uh, the wonderful thing about living in the UAE is that you know when you see all your friends are actually like today they've gone <laughs> to the school they were supposed to be yeah. dressing up yes. in their traditional clothes and it's not an Indian it's it's like uh, everybody whether you're from UK or US everybody's or, you know, doing like, it yeah, everywhere yeah. You, lovely. you're doing yes. that. It's and you beautiful. suddenly take a lot of pride in your own culture. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Yeah. So thank you so much. We've actually run out of time. Oh, Amazing to so have much. you both in it the studio with me today. Uh, Ishita Saha, culinary travel blogger and foodpreneur and clinical psychologist and wellness coach, Tanuka Gupta. What an absolute pleasure. And happy, so Diwali. happy Diwali. Happy Diwali to, to you. Well. Lots of blessings and love. Yes, to everybody. Coming up in the next hour of Life Beats, we're going to be talking a brand new exhibition that looks at 20 years of modern Arabic typography as it moves between East and West. It is Life Beats on Pulse 95.